Welcome to Conservative Conversation, Canada's number one youth political podcast. Welcome back to another edition of Conservative Conversation. I'm Sean Campbell here alongside with Isaac Butler. Isaac, how are you doing today? I am feeling good, Sean. I'm feeling pumped. A lot of politics circulating in the air right now. I'm feeling good. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, this one is more political-based, really a lot of ideology-based stuff and not a lot of news-based stuff. So you guys should be in for a treat here. Exactly, and this is also our second one of the night. As you guys know, if you listen to the first one, we're trying to reduce the time on our podcasts just because we feel like it's a bit better for the viewers, you know, and we can do two to three a day, so you're constantly surrounded by podcasts, you know, breakfast, lunch, and supper. You can get all the po- all the politics in, and we kind of tried to divide them up based off certain categories. So that way, if you're not feeling like listening to one thing, you can listen to the other, and you don't got to listen to us go on about something you couldn't care less about. So that's that's kind of what we're thinking. So Isaac, uh, how about those Montreal Canadiens currently playing against the Vegas Golden Knights, the only Canadian team left? So you know they're representing Canada, and I thought we could just mention this before getting right into politics you know kind of cleanse your minds and every canadian is tends to be in hockey tends to be in the sports and montreal right now is technically representing canada representing the north division currently up three to two um as we're recording this with three minutes left to play in the third period in regulation time obviously i haven't been able to watch the game because of the the um uh, podcast here but it looks like, sounds like it was a good game. And, uh, you know, I know, Isaac, you said you weren't a fan of the the Montreal Canadiens, but uh, they are the only Canadian team. So is is that the team you're going to be rooting for or are you going to be rooting for someone uh, else? Yeah, I think, unfortunately, I mean, naturally, I'm I'm a Boston fan. I'm a big Chara fan. So I've, I've right now kind of in between teams, between uh, the Washington Capitals and the Boston Bruins. Um, so round yeah, one, and, and was, round one was an playoffs, easy one right? for me. Yeah. I didn't care who, who won or lost that one. But um, yeah, now that they're both out, I think the only one I should be cheering for is the one that has Canadians in their name, which is the Montreal exactly. Canadiens. So I think I think it should be an exciting semifinals. I do think they'll go to uh, to the finals. I don't know if they'll win, though, depending on who wins the other uh other side um but i do think there'll be great games i think the habs will win today but it'll be close because there's three minutes left anything can happen in three minutes in a hockey game yeah it's 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 looking close and i know by the time we drop this podcast into the game should be over um so i would say we give little updates throughout but i mean it's it's odds are it's going to be over anyways and you guys would have seen the score but you know it's it's a canadian team this is a canadian podcast Obviously, hockey's Canada's sport, so I figured might as well just talk a bit about that just to get you guys, you know, in, into the, the mindset of listening to us talk for 30 to 40 minutes, however long this podcast may be, and just do something other than po- politics because it's always good to just talk about, you know, different things and get into it. But on our schedule today, we're going to be talking about the sexual assault allegations in the military. We're also going to be talking about how the Defense Minister of Canada, um, Hashid Sajid, was asked to resign by opposition leader Aaron O'Toole, who is also a veteran of the Canadian Armed Forces. 
Following that, we're going to be talking about Miss um, Paul, who is the current leader of the Green Party, who took over for Elizabeth May. The Green Party is currently holding, they're going to be holding a little, I guess you could say, election to see if they want to keep her in. They're asking for her to resign. There's some issues there. People are not too pleased with her. Personally, I mean, I think she wasn't as far left as Elizabeth May was, and, and I kind of relate to this um, lady much more than Elizabeth May. Um, and following that, we're going to be talking about Bill C-294. Um, it's still not been passed in Parliament. We'll, we'll get into that a bit later near the end of the podcast. Um, so to start it off, we're going to talk a bit about the sexual allegations in the military. So um, for those of you who are kind of new to politics, odds are you don't really know much about this. So I'm just going to kind of give you guys a little rundown. Um, so first off, um, Lieutenant Mike um, Hudlo uh, was announced um, he will be resigning um, as of this week after news broke that he played golf with um, this month with a former chief of defense staff, Jonathan um, Vince, who is uh, currently under investigation on accus accusations of sexual misconduct. Uh, following that, uh, Major General um, Danny Forte also filed a legal challenge on Monday claiming the decision to publicly terminate his position as head of Canada's vaccine rollout was driven by politics. He denies all the charges and allegations and um, innocent until proven guilty. It, it doesn't seem like it's it's that way currently right now in our government and in our military. Um, following that, defense minister um, covered up allegations three years ago and he fired the person who, who came forward to them. So basically there's a chain of command in the military and so, for example, females came forward with sexual allegations and they came, they went up to their superiors and then they reported it to, obviously, the Minister of Defense, Hajit Sajed, and he covered it up because he knew the guys and he actually fired the person who came forward with those claims, um, who, who brought the claims to his attention. So, obviously, we got a lot, a lot to cover on this um, topic. So... Isaac, what are your what are your thoughts in this this whole situation right now? I think I think it's a good thing that it's being addressed. Um, it, it probably should have been a little bit before now, but um, at least it's happening in general that it's being addressed. Yeah, yeah, and here's the thing, right? With sexual assault and stuff like that, there is a fine line between um, you know making sure. That everyone is, and everyone's say is taken into account, and everyone's listened to, and just you know blatantly firing people based off allegations with, without a fair trial. So, for example, uh, Denis uh, Forte, um, he's he's filing, he's actually filing um, a legal legal challenge against the Canadian Armed Forces for terminating his position, because in Canada we have a system called a judicial system. I know a lot of people tend to forget about that and everyone tends to think they're judge and jury and prosecutor um, but, but that, that's not how it works in Canada everyone has the right to a fair trial and you know publicly terminating people's positions for political gain saying I terminated his position um, because you know the spotlight turned to them without a fair trial where where is this innocent until proven guilty because I've noticed a lot with this me too movement um, police have been taking cases that they know are, are it's completely false the allegations are completely false and then they're 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 taking them and they're ruining innocent men's lives right and I'm not saying that you know we should we shouldn't believe women I'm not saying 
before a lot of you people uh, jumped down my throat. I'm not saying that at all, but I believe in a legal system. And I think this, this whole culture of this Me Too culture, it's gotten out of control. And, and this guy, I think he should, he will win this, this legal battle. And hopefully he doesn't have to work a day in his life. I mean, obviously he's a, a major, major general. So for those of you that don't know, generals are very, very high up in, in society and they're held to kind of a different standard. There, there's not many generals, um, just speaking, I'm not sure exactly the, the exact number of generals, but there's not that many. That's It's a very, very high rank in the Canadian Armed Forces. Um, so really, I honestly hope this guy, this guy wins the battle because he was not given a fair trial. Not at all. And I think that's brutal. And the way society is going now is people don't get fair trials for anything. Um, for example, I mean, we can get into to really anything, but the, the whole George Floyd situation, the whole situation with um, uh, Nathaniel uh, Veltman, who was, um, by the way, he was charged with terrorism by the RCMP. So we, we got to trust the RCMPs. You know, it was terrorism with the RCMP says it was. Odds are it was. They're not going to make stuff up. But these people, I honestly don't think they got fair trials. I think they were, they're going to be um, proven that they were guilty from the start, from the get-go, um, no, no matter what. And I think even the worst criminals in the world deserve a fair trial. But the way society is going, man, we might as well throw the judicial system out the window because people are just, everyone thinks they're, they're a judge. Everyone thinks they're a jury. Everyone thinks they're a prosecutor. Everyone, everyone thinks they're, they're a warden. Everyone thinks that they know everything about the legal system when they clearly don't because you're saying, oh, he's guilty, he's innocent, he's this, he's that, on cases that have, um, for example, publication bans. And I think, honestly, I think, personally, I think every single case now until the case is said and done with should have a publication ban because way too many cases are being publicly influenced, the jury's being publicly influenced, the judges are even being publicly influenced because they don't want an outburst if someone's proven innocent, right? And I'm not saying anyone's innocent or anyone's guilty. All I'm saying is that way too many people are too quick to jump to conclusions. So let me tell you this, if for those people that are constantly saying you're guilty and, and I'm gonna terminate your position and I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, and without, without giving that person a fair trial, I hope someday you go through the pain of um, not doing something and being accused of doing something and having your life pretty much destroyed. And that's that's kind of what's happening to these these um, these generals, right? And I'm not saying they did or didn't do anything because I am not a judge, I am not a jury, I'm not being presented all the facts. So if I can't make a conclusion and I'm someone that draws conclusions fairly quick, why is it everyone else is drawing conclusions? And that was the big thing that I wanted to really talk about. But now on the, the politics side, we have Defense Minister Hajit Sajed, who's being told to resign. If not, Prime Minister Trudeau should fire him. I don't think Trudeau will fire him because Trudeau, like we've seen with China, like we've seen with many other countries and other people, other corrupt politicians that have been in uh, sort of bureaucrats um, that have worked under Justin Trudeau, he refuses to fire anyone that is of a minority. He refuses to fire women who do a bad job. He refuses to fire anyone of a, of a race that is not um, of Caucasian or European descent. So I don't trust Trudeau should do the right thing. This guy covered up sexual allegations. This guy is the highest ranking member of the Canadian Armed Forces. And 
what is the culture like of someone that covers up these allegations? I'm not saying he should have done anything, but he should have brought them forward and, and you know, looked into laying charges and whatnot. He should have given it to the, the MPs, the military police, and let them deal with it. But he did not do that. He covered it up because they were friends. And this guy should be fired. He falsified his um, his um, history in, in the Canadian Armed Forces. He, he lied about his, his history in the Canadian Armed Forces. This guy is not a competent... How can you trust a guy like this to lead your country's military, to to be in charge of the budget of the country's military? How can you trust someone like this? And he will not be fired because Justin Trudeau is too focused on pandering to the minorities. This, is, this has nothing to do with identity politics. And if he is not fired, I guarantee you it is because Justin Trudeau is trying to, to pander to minorities. And this is brutal. You are running a country. You are not you are not running a dictatorship. You are not running a frenzies. You are not running a, a, this inclusive rainbow society where everyone's equal. No, this is your government. And we look at Trudeau has a history of this. You look at half of his um, in 2015, half of his uh, cabinet was was females, even though less than one fourth of his elected MPs were female. So how can you say that like it just proportionally it makes no sense. This guy makes decisions based off conclusions. So the two people to blame for these allegations being covered up are Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, and the Defence Minister, Hajit Sajed, who should be fired. And I believe Justin Trudeau should also step down if, if he knows anything. If he if, if he truly cares about this country, he, he should step down because he has demonstrated multiple, on multiple occasions, and you know we talked about it on multiple podcasts, He's demonstrated that he does not care about the well-being of the country. He cares more about getting reelected, and he cares more about being inclusive. And like I've said multiple times, this is this is not a, a rainbow society. This is not picture-perfect society. This is our government. These are people that are in charge of our finances. This is people that are in charge of our defense, our national defense, protecting us as Canadians. And you're going to leave it to an incompetent member of society that covers up allegations and, and doesn't bring them forward like he should it's 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 outrageous to me or i think our government is so corrupt honestly it'd be nice to see a change in parliament a change on parliament hill and i really encourage because i know a lot of people potentially next election will be vote uh, of voting age i really encourage you guys to go out and vote and listen to what we say but also do your own research and and vote for who you think would not be a corrupt politician. And I know that's very far-fetched because it seems like every politician has a history of this um, ridiculous corruptness that seems like there's no honest politicians. And, you know, you point me to an honest politician, he'll get one term, and people will hate on him because he's, he's too honest. And that's that's just the way society is. People don't, don't like being told how it is. They like being lied to by these politicians and, and told... You know, it's I, I love minorities, and you're just pandering to to minorities. I I believe Justin Trudeau is just as much to blame on this because he's he he doesn't hire the right people for the job. So a lot of people are blaming Hajit Sajed. I mean, yes, he's 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 to blame as well as as well as the guy that allegedly committed these um these assaults. If if it was a true, um, if it is found true in court. But we're not even going to talk about that because we don't have all the facts. I'm not. I'm not a judge. I am in, not a lawyer. I'm in no way qualified to say someone did or didn't do these because I was not there. Um, so this podcast, we're not going to promote any of this innocent or guilty um, crap because I think it's 
the, the way society is going, it, it is outrageous. And we will not speak on whether anyone is innocent or guilty until one of us um, is, is becomes a judge and we have the authority to do so. Um, so so I, I will not comment on whether he did that or not, but all I can say is um, whether he did it or not is irrelevant in this the situation. What is relevant is what we're talking about here is the people that covered it up um, regardless. Whether whether he knew it, it was real or not, he should have brought it to the correct authorities. And just because they were friends, he decides to cover it up. So Trudeau, you're, you're to me, and in, in my opinion, you are just as much to blame because you're the one hiring these incompetent people. So I know I went on um, a little rant there, probably 10 minutes or so. Isaac, what are your thoughts on this whole situation? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. We're not going to kind of comment on whether he did it or not until we're sure as to whether he's done it or not. Like until Because we don't want to be those people that call it early and get it wrong and then we've now kind of ruined this guy, right? I've personally, I've been on the end of that, this whole cancel culture thing. I mean, me as being openly conservative and proud of my views and being openly Christian, I've gotten a lot of kind of hate and a lot of this cancel culture movement pushed my way. And it's one of the worst feelings where nobody wants to take your side because they, they all want to listen to the victim but in reality, reality, they don't realize that you're the victim here um, because you're the one whose life is being destroyed under someone else's false allegations. And then to have um, this kind of behind the back, keeping it a secret, keeping it under wraps. I mean, that happens all the time. And and that's that's not okay. That's okay if you're high school friends and you're keeping your crush behind your back, behind the back of your friends. Or something but not when it's the highest form of canadian government that that's when the exactly. lines to be drawn that you know you guys are adults and you need to start acting like it and you need to run this country properly and one way of doing that is listening to the canadian people and they'll tell you what you're doing wrong they all have strong opinions we're all quite patriotic in that sense and i, I think you need to listen to what we're saying and what the canadian people are saying not because we think we know best and because we think we could do such a better job, but because we, we're experiencing it firsthand, your, the consequences to your actions. And especially these people who are being canceled and who are having all their things covered up and it's messing up the entire system. They're being affected and you're doing nothing except hiding evidence and snickering behind your desk up at Parliament Hill. So... That's kind of my take on yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. And with, with sexual assault nowadays, it's, it's such a such a rough topic. It has to be taken seriously, they're, they're, right? Whether it's yeah, true or not, it has everybody to has seriously. to listen to the person, the accuser. And no one listens to the accusee because they all want to be on the hero side saying, oh, I voiced their opinion first. Oh, I did this. But then if it turns out to be not true ghost towns nobody wants to talk about it everybody wants to talk whether this person is guilty and how horrible this person is but not about if it ended up being fake they don't want to talk about um how this person lied in order to destroy this other person's life they, they just want to pass on to the next new thing that's popular it is and it is arguably one of the worst things to go through 
is being accused of of something of such degree that you didn't do. Yeah. Honestly, I would rather be painted as someone who killed someone than someone who raped someone. Um, yeah. That's that's just this my opinion because I mean sometimes sometimes you know that you can you can not justify killing someone but you can say oh maybe maybe in he the was, moment yeah see, right he was he was it's angry at me or it was an accident or but no there, there's a level of degree where someone, you, you can you can kill someone in an instant like that right but in order in order to go through the entire process of raping someone it takes a while right it's not exactly. it's not like a split second like in in the shot of a bullet in the blink of an eye you you rape them it's 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 a process of doing it you have to figure out who the person is and what you're going to do and where you're going to go and how you're going to cover it all up or in the instance of if you're mad at someone and you're going to kill them you can take out your gun or hit them with your car as we've seen recently right and and yeah so i i think and it's a lot worse it separates you from your entire family everybody now thinks of you differently if if i had a family member who was accused of killing someone I would, I might side with my family member and kind of feel a little empathy towards them and be like, you know, you're not alone. What you did was wrong, very wrong and horribly wrong. But, you know, I can kind of be with you and I can kind of help support you through this. And I think you, I mean, I think you deserve to go to prison, but I'm going to be with you as instead of someone who has been accused of rape, I'll be like, you're, you're a disgusting person. You violated somebody and left them to live with that now for the rest of their life right it's a lot harder to kind of side with that so to be yeah I, i'm in agreement where i'd probably rather be framed for for murder than for rape and the sad part is these you know i know everyone says oh we got to get justice and, um, whenever something happens this person needs to be arrested that person needs to be um put in prison but the sad thing is you could have your life completely ruined you can lose your job you can lose your family, you can lose everything you have, and the person who made those accusations, if they are false, will never be punished. And that's because, you know, they don't want people to be afraid to come forward, this and that. But you are permanently destroying someone's life. You, you don't know the, the, the mental effects on this person. And I, I, I believe, was it Texas or Florida recently made it illegal, um, you, you can, you, you, you can be charged if you make false allegations and you know i, I commend them for that because yeah the way society is going i i am going to be honest accusing someone of, as of rape is getting to the point where if you uh and years and years ago if you didn't like a woman you could accuse her of being a witch and she'd be killed on the spot yeah. the way society is going i'd say 50 years from now if a woman doesn't like a man actually it happens now if a woman doesn't like a man you accuse him of rape, and you can destroy his life. And honestly, you could kill him. It would it would be a secondhand killing because his life could yeah. get so bad he'd kill himself. To be honest, in in some circumstances, I would rather be killed than falsely accused of rape. To be honest, to, because to the it, high degree, yeah, yeah, and and that the, the the mental the whole mental aspect of it, it it's it's terrible. Um, you know, I, I've talked to someone who's been through it, and it's like. He, he, um, we will be talking about an, um, a bill about suicide and stuff like that. But, you know, a lot of people, they, they'd rather commit suicide than, than go through this. And to be honest, I don't blame them. It's, um, you know, from, from everything I've heard, it's, it's a, a, a terrible situation. And, you know, those listening, um, you know, 
yeah, everyone knows rape is bad, but I, I don't know if people know accusing people of, of, of rape is bad. And for those listening, you know, it's, it's a terrible thing to do. You don't know the extent it goes. It might seem like one little lie to you, um, but to someone else in their family, you know, this guy, he's got to pay for lawyers. He's lost his job. Um, you know, I'm not saying it's, it's true or it isn't. Um, from what I heard about the allegations, it's, it's something pretty stupid. Um, to be honest, like it, it's, it's, yeah. it, it doesn't sound like much, but this guy's got his whole life ruined. And obviously this guy's got his, his, his finances in order. He's a general, but you know, he's, he's, he's still, he should win this lawsuit. I, I honestly hope he does. I'm, I'm rooting for him. Um, innocent, uh, guilty or not. I mean, he was, he wasn't given a, a fair trial before he was, he was let go and it was all politically aimed. Right. And like anyone listening, you don't know how, how how deep your lie can go. Not everyone has money to fight this stuff. Not it, you know. Sometimes people gotta get a public defender, and their life is ruined. You want to talk about some some interesting statistics? How is it the vast majority of over seventy five percent of suicides are men? Over seventy five percent of um, um, imprisonments are men. Well, why is this? Maybe it's because we got some some false allegations going. Yes, you know, males are are stronger, so so they they are capable of of committing more crimes. But but maybe let's let's look at why the suicide rate is, for so for men is so high. Why why is it men get higher prison sentences for the same crimes with the same history? If if I was a girl and you were a guy and we committed the same crime and we we didn't have a history of of criminal violence, we had no history in the courts. We were generally good people, and you and I stole. And I was a girl, you were a guy, you would get a higher sentence than me. That's just that's just how life is nowadays. And, you know, maybe we need to start looking at that because, because honestly, it seems like let's believe anything women say, but but men, you know, they're these terrible monsters and let's not listen to them, you know. They're, they they did it, you know. He, he raped her no matter what and, and his position will be terminated in the military and this and that. I think it's outrageous and... You know, you want, you know, men have always been the ones hunting, fighting and stuff like that. You want respectful men, you they, you got to respect them back. And honestly, you know, it's easier said than done. But I, I think this whole culture is creating men that, that don't like women. And honestly, I see more men, more and more men nowadays, stay, refrain from women, refrain from talking to them. Because, because what are you risking? You go to a bar and, and, and a girl's, you know, into you. And then all of a sudden, all, all of a sudden, you get a call saying you raped her. Or you get a call saying she was underage, or she, apparently she was drinking, even though she didn't. Like, there's so many cases of this, right? So you know that, that that's kind of where I stand in that whole situation. Yeah, and and I think you and you and pretty in depth in there, in depth. Sorry, um, and you had some you had some pretty valid points, and I'm I'm in about hundred percent agree with agreeing with you on everything you said um you need there needs to be a proper punishment for people who fake these sort of allegations because what they get to do is they get to be the center of attention ruin somebody who they might just dislike that's all it takes is somebody who dislikes somebody and ruin somebody's life because even if they're they're innocent and they get proven innocent, they're they're never going to be viewed as innocent. They're always going to be viewed as that guy who is charged or accused of 
of rape or sexual assault, right? And that's a problem. Is it shouldn't be? Oh, well, he was proven innocent. It's no. Well, in the first place, he was uh, he was accused. Oh, where's that girl now? Nowhere to be seen. But at the time, she got all exactly. the attention, and she walked off scot free, right? Exactly. And you know, you, you can't you can't claim to to be an advocate for mental health and then go and, and just neglect this because you know everyone has. A situation that that kind of puts them over the edge everyone has some things that that you know they care about more than others for example someone that, that wants to get their life in order they have plans for their future would take this um like take a false allegation harder than someone who you know doesn't really care about their future they're just going through the motions they wouldn't really care they say ah whatever you know it doesn't matter to me i didn't do it i don't really care but there's some people who you know this could it literally could drive them to kill themselves and it seems like people don't care Right on this podcast, you know, we could talk about how rape is such a bad thing all day long, right? But everyone knows that. Everyone knows rape is wrong. People who rape even know rape is wrong. But on this podcast, you know, we want to, we kind of want to show the other side of things, show maybe the side that doesn't speak up. Because let's be honest, it is the silent majority. Why are, why are men way higher in suicides? Why are men, um, for the same crimes they commit, why are they prosecuted way harder? It's, it's stuff we need to talk about. And it, it, to me, it's it's this culture. It's the culture of, of, of you know, believe all women and, and men are these these terrible creatures. Honestly, it, the way I see it, if you want respect, you got you, you to gotta be giving respect. Yeah. And the way I see it, like, honestly, it, people are going to start, men are going to start to, to you, you know, as much as you say men are monsters now, they're going to start to be truly monsters because... You know, these are these are men and women who who fought for their country. They fought for the freedom. They fought for the, the right to have a fair trial. And now they're being, you know, accused of something, and that's it. There's their position. It's it's terminated. It, it's brutal. You know, why, why am I gonna fight for a country that turns its back on me? Why, like honestly, I, I it, that that's like you know me me helping you out in a fight, and then. You know, you getting jumped by a couple guys, and me coming helping you out, and then after the fight's over, you go and you punch me in the in the back of the head, because that's what's happening to these soldiers. They, yeah. they 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 you know they're helping out Canada, and and you you turn around and you slap them in the face. So who's gonna want to fight for a country like that? To be honest, it, if if you're just gonna turn around and and you know treat me like a rapist w- without giving me a fair trial. Well, why tell me why in the hell would I ever want to help you ever again? These these are people who went above and beyond in society. These are outstanding citizens. These are outstanding Canadians. And and you go in and you turn your back on them and you treat them like this without a fair trial. You this is society has gone nuts. Society has gone nuts. And why is this? This is because public influence. This. If they were truly doing the right thing, this guy would have had a trial before any of this crap happened. But they let public influence affect this guy's um, th- this guy's position. They let the public influence. Um, for example, I was talking to someone. They said once the Me Too movement came along, police started even completely bogus um, allegations of, of sexual assault. Once the whole Me Too um, movement um, came about, that you know they the cops kind of just started taking everyone, even uh, taking everyone in and charging them. That's public influence. These are these are idiots. I'm sorry. These are idiots saying, "Oh, we gotta believe." They don't know anything about the justice system, 
and we're allowing them to run our justice system with no qualifications. What, what do they have? Qual- qualifications in gender studies? Yeah, this, exactly. this, uh, The way I see it, you're turning your back on, on people who, who, who fought for you, and you, you, should, you should be ashamed of yourself. That's all I have to say to it. And uh, getting, I guess, uh, we're, we're going to skip through here, um, just, just kind of moving along. Um, so Bill C-294. So this bill has, is a conservative proposed bill. Um, so basically, it, what, what this bill proposes is a three-digit hotline for suicide prevention, right? So if you're thinking about suicide, it's a three-digit number. Because I guarantee you, if, you, if, you're, if you're thinking about suicide... You're not going to want to look up the number for, for, for a hotline, a, a 10-digit number. Although I guess you could say 11 digits because it's probably got a 1 in there. So you're not going to want to look up an 11-digit number um, to call when, when you're thinking about this. That's, that's just not right. And so the liberals are pr- refusing to pass this bill. Um, and normally with bills, you know, you got underlining conditions, right? So they'll say, oh, um, you know, this, this hotline number... Plus, you got something else, right? That's that's we see that a lot in, in the U.S. politics. For example, they were trying to pass a stimulus package, and it had a bunch of foreign aid stuff attached to it, and, and it wouldn't go. You know, that's only how how politics works. But this is not. I will read to you the bill. Normally, you you try to read a bill, and it takes hours and hours because there's so many things attached. This is I, I'm into. You know, you can go on the the website of Parliament, and you can read really any bill ever proposed in Parliament. Um, so I'm just going to read this to you. It's going to take like 10 seconds. In, and for those of you that are in politics thinking, oh, there's definitely something attached to it, I will read you right now and you will see. So um, so the Telecommunications Act is amended by adding the following action, 46.1. Uh, so 46.11. The commission shall designate within one year the day, the day on which this section comes into force a three-digit number dedicated to suicide prevention services. That's it. That's the whole bill. And why the, the, the liberals are refusing to, to pass this, I, I don't know. Um, I, I mean, it seems like their government doesn't care about suicide since they're just um, throwing their soldiers' names under the, under the rug, who, um, by the way, soldiers are, are prone to PTSD, and, and that's already not helpful. Um, soldiers are prone to, to suicide, and they're more likely than the average citizen to commit suicide. So... It's very clear they, they they don't seem to to care much about suicide since they're dragging people's names through the mud and um, they're doing all this. Uh, I don't I don't understand why this this is not being passed. I mean to me, I mean it may, maybe I'm wrong, but to me a, a three digit number for suicide prevention, I I think it's 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 a really good idea. I don't see why anyone would be against it other than maybe you know they want to propose the same thing later on. Um, but have, you know, some underlining conditions. Maybe the liberals want to do that. I don't know. Um, you know, I, Isaac, maybe am I, you know, am I being a bit weird for thinking that we should, we should have a three-digit hotline number? Or am I right for thinking that this should pass no problem? Um, you're, you're completely in the right here for thinking this. we need a three-digit number. Um, and and for the, for, there's the children's kind of, suicide prevention hotline thing theirs is a text number because a lot of kids text nowadays and theirs is four digits and even that is kind of hard to memorize sometimes you still have to search it up especially if you're new to it but something like a three-digit number that you can implement into people's heads 911 
723-333, right? They're all, those are so simple. There are three numbers you have to memorize, right? And, and it could be, even if you don't think about having those kind of thoughts or going through with any of that, it's still good to know in case you know somebody who does and says, oh, you know, I'm kind of having these feelings. And you say, then you call um, 723-333, um, all right? There's, it's yeah. so simple. Instead of saying, oh, well, you call uh, 1-800-923-6453, I think. Let me search it up, right? And by that time, exactly. they could lock their mind in. Like it, All it takes is a split second. Right? And, and someone who's been through the system in the process of using kind of these numbers and before, and I, I'm not afraid to say it. My life's an open book, basically. I live on the internet. I have my own podcast, for God's sake. But um, somebody who's used these numbers, it was, it was quite helpful to have that four-digit number that you could text or that you could talk to, right? And I think a three-digit number is even, even better, because, but the four-digit is for the children's hotline. And they're thinking that there's such a huge difference between children memorizing numbers and adults. Not really, because a lot of the people that probably use the four-digit number aren't six years old. They're they're anywhere from 12 to 17 or 18, right? And at that time, you have about the same number recognition as the regular adult. And so exactly. I, think, I think implementing the, the three digits... It's perfectly fine, but I do have a very solid theory as to why the liberals won't pass it. And I think it's because it's using too much paper and too much of the printer, and they just don't have enough money because they gave it all away. They've run out of ink. <laughs> they can't run to Staples. They don't have money. They've emptied out all their pocket change, and it's barely hitting the surface <laughs> to pay for some new uh, printer cartridges for their uh, for their Equinox printer out there in the in the break room. I don't think they can pass this bill because they don't have enough paper. They spent all their money on uh, on COVID vaccines for shitty countries. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I do think I do think it's quite stupid. And for the liberals who preach the well-being of people's emotions and kind of health in terms of physical, mental, and spiritual, they're they're being kind of difficult with this all it is is three digits and you have a year you have 365 days to choose this right there's a number you guys should memorize 365 that's how many days you have to put another three digits right how hard is it to choose three digits search up random number generator and use that like come on like there's so many different bills that you could say are um so difficult to pass and they probably are but this bill it'll take you what 10 minutes to submit it and to have it passed through really like i'll do it i won't i'll do it for free <laughs> i'll i'll give you guys three digit numbers as long as uh you guys pass it i'll give you the three digit numbers i'll do all the work all you have to do is sign it so i don't get why yeah, and sign it yeah and and to your point about the uh the text thing a lot of people like like in a, in a crisis if it's the last minute that you know that this is like kind of an emergency hotline like 911 would be but for suicide right because you're not going to call 911 for suicide i mean you could but no one's going to do that not a lot of people you know if because, they have a number they don't yeah, so, they don't really trust the police on really what, what yeah. they think they're going to do is because what are the police going to do 
are they going to storm there and cause so much attention with the, the blaring sirens and then what put you in the back of a, a squad car in front of everybody after they've just yeah, gone yeah, yeah. Bloop, 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 bloop. Pull over, pull over. Why? You're trying to grow yourself. <laughs> like, I, yeah, it's it. just, it's going to cause a huge scene and that makes you feel worse about yourself. And, and I've been in that situation where I'm out in public and a police officer pulls me over and puts me in the back of the squad car and I feel like a complete idiot. Not for any criminal reasons, people. This is because I was in the exact situation where I had nowhere else to go. So who did I contact? And it was the police. And then they put me in the back of a squad car, which made me feel like I was getting arrested in front of all these random people who now think of me as some sort of criminal. And it's, yeah, it's, it sucks. Yeah. And like, you look at the, the second leading cause of death in, and uh, young adults and it's suicide. So the second leading cause of death is suicide. And some people, they, they don't want to text a number. They, they want to talk to someone. So, so why are you preventing this? You, you say, you, you know, these whole COVID lockdowns, you care about people's livelihoods and stuff like that. And then, you know, young, young adults, their, their lives have been pretty much stripped from, from underneath them. You got sports players who probably won't get drafted because of this. Uh, and you got people who, you know, are failing school and stuff like that. Because of because of the lockdowns, because they're not allowed to go to school and learn how they should be learning, not online over a computer. Um, and, and this is the first time, you know, teachers have have a lot of teachers don't don't even know how to work computers. So why are you? What, what, I just don't understand why you're refusing to to pass this. You say you care about people and, and their livelihoods, so it, it just makes no sense to me. It, it it's it baffles me yeah and uh i i think we gotta move on we're cutting it a little close for time here we're gonna have to do this next section a little fast but uh oh yeah enemy so... i don't know if i'm saying that right but enemy paul the leader of the green party is now being asked to resign get this by the green party um sean why is this happening well, so for those of you that don't follow politics, there was um, someone who actually walked across the floor. This has happened um, um, before as well, but there's someone that actually walked across the floor over to the um, Liberal Party because she didn't like her stance on the whole Israel-Palestine conflict. So there, there's people that, you know, don't necessarily um, like what she's doing, right? And and this is, I believe it's a small group of people. I mean, it's the Green Party. It's not Conservative Party. It's not a main party. So it is hard to to find the proper um, articles about everything that's going on. But basically, there's going to be a confidence vote. Um, if 75 people say they want her out, she, she has to go. She's not asked to resign, but obviously she's saying no, right? Politicians get asked to resign all the time. Um, when, when oh, I don't agree with what you did, you should resign, stuff like that. I mean, she was elected by the party. I believe it was third or fourth ballot she was elected. So, you know, she, she, she was elected, rightfully so. And and for whatever reason people just don't like her views i mean you elected her this is your party right that's like you know us all electing justin trudeau and not liking his views i mean i understand trudeau lost the the popular vote in canada so the majority of canada uh canadians don't don't like him and, and didn't want him but um this is this is more i believe the the party the way the parties vote you get more of a say so basically you rank 
everyone that's running, um, you rank them. So you, you put your first whoever you want the most, and you rank them from one to however many people are running. And so they count all the ballots, and the person who got the least amount of votes, they go, they cancel out, and then your vote goes to the next. So your second vote would go to whoever it is. Um, so for example, you have four people running, right? You have person A, uh, person B, person C, and person D. So let's say you, you have them ranked. Um, a is number one, B is number two, D is number three, and D is number four. So um, let's say A, person A, um, loses in, in the first ballot. So, so they get the least amount of votes out of, out of all four. So they go out. So then next goes your next choice. So, so then you pick person B as your second choice. So then you, you get a vote for person B in the second ballot. And you keep going and you keep going until um, you obviously have one person left. Um, so yeah, like obviously they're, she was elected for a reason. People liked her. I mean, if, if the party can do what they want. If, if over 75% of people want her out, I think, you know, she's got, she's got to go and obviously she will. But we could be having an election, who knows, this this fall or this, this uh, it is a minority government. So normally you see an election every two years and the Trudeau Liberal government was elected um, two years ago this fall. So we, we could be seeing another election and, and them, you know, getting rid of their leader. I think that would be a very poor choice, a very stupid decision. I mean, I, I actually, I, I kind of like this lady. Uh, if you see Elizabeth May, her in Parliament, she's she's kind of a bit out there. Uh, someone said fart, and, and she got offended by it, and asked um, a member of the a member of the Conservative uh, Party said fart, and, and she didn't like it, and she she asked, she said, oh, a member across the way said F A R T, and they should uh, unparliamentary word, and, like uh, she she was a bit weird. Um, I I do like this. I mean, I don't like. The Green Party at all, really, because they're they're a very far left party, and that's not necessarily um, a party I like to vote for. But I mean, th this lady, she she was my favorite out of out of um, out of all the ones I've seen so far in my time of politics. So, you know, that's that's um, my kind of my take on this. Uh, we'll we'll see how it plays out. And I honestly, I'd rather see her than I don't know what they would do. Maybe they might just bring Elizabeth May back. Um, because if if we are this close to an election, it would be stupid to bring in a new leader. But if they do bring Elizabeth May back, oh my God, she she's uh, an interesting character. That that's for sure. Um, same, well, pretty much every leader of every leader on the the left side of the political spectrum is um, very interesting. Um, Jagmeet Singh, Justin Trudeau, and um, Elizabeth May. They they were all those three were just very interesting <laughs> to say the least I mean that that's my opinion you know a lot of people might might love them to death and that's your opinion but you know to me I I, I like this lady and if there's going to be anyone on the left that I would say I'm happy with leading a party in, in Canada it would be her from from what I've seen um so yeah I I, I like her ideas she's she's very well spoken she doesn't speak like Trudeau like she's speaking down to you you know everything will be okay she doesn't speak like that um, she doesn't she seem to pander to minorities like Jagmeet Singh does, pretending to cry, um, which I thought was extremely disrespectful, pretending to cry um, to, when talking about the the whole um, situation with the natives in residential schools. So honestly, I, I didn't mind her, to be honest. I mean, I might not have agreed with her policies, but I believe she's a good person. She's very well-spoken. 
and you know we'll, we'll see what happens the green party is a very liberal party so they're they're obviously not gonna maybe they're, they're thinking she's not far left enough for them uh so isaac you know what what are your thoughts on this whole situation i mean i, I kind of zoned out got lost in you talk and i just very translucent <laughs> i i almost felt like sleeping there um but yeah no for the majority of it i was listening and i was kind of taking in what you're saying but i completely agree um I definitely, I definitely kind of agree with having her resign. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about it for me. Um, yeah, you got a super, super uh, therapeutic voice there, Sean. <laughs> oh yeah, you know the, the night's winding down. It's 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 getting late here. It's what twelve twenty. We've been on here for for a while now so <laughs> you know I, I you can get especially you know this stuff isn't as interesting to some people they don't really care what's going on within the green party because you know we really care is they barely have any seats i mean they have less seats than the bloc quebecois so i mean like well why why are you going to pay attention to to a party with not that many people but you know i think canada is a very liberal liberal country and there's a chance this party could grow, especially with the need for green energy. Obviously, not Alberta. Alberta, they they hate the Green Party, but um, yeah. So so that's my my little spiel about you know the boring side of politics, as some people may say. I find it interesting, but I, I'm a different breed. So um, yeah. And any anything else you you had to add there, Isaac? Nope. Uh, again, I I just I completely agree. We share a lot of the same political beliefs, so there's not too much to disagree on and kind of battle you out for but i do want to say a quick thank you to the listeners um where it is late at night we we don't mind though we love what we're doing here we love working towards something bigger something greater and that really comes in with you guys listening to our stuff and we're we're, we're very grateful for you yeah honestly I know there's a lot of people that have been bugging me saying, when's your podcast coming out? I've been waiting. I've been waiting. Um, you know, it's, it's just some days you get busy, right? You know, I know you had homework and the, the odd day, um, like, for example, last time, uh, I believe it was yesterday or something, I needed to, I was out, I had a workout program to do when you wanted to do it. So, you know, just just sometimes times get uh, mixed up. But this summer we will bring out, we should have a schedule um and we'll, we'll you guys will know when we'll be posting um because the summer i'll definitely have a schedule so i'll know when i'm free exactly and isaac and i will discuss that as well um, in the future we have someone who's running for member of parliament um he's a conservative we're gonna have him come on um hopefully very very shortly and i think you guys would would enjoy that because a lot of you guys are going to be voting very soon um if you can't already and to listen to what he has to say and what he has to bring to the table. Um, we're also going to try to get some liberals, some MD, NDP as well, but this is uh, who we're going to start with just because I know someone who knew the guy. It was easy to get him on, so um, we sent him the questions. He reviewed it with his party because he had to go to the Conservative Party and make sure everything was good, so everything's good. So we're going to have him on very shortly. So I hope you guys stay tuned, and thank you guys for listening. Um, it's been a pleasure to speak to you guys for the past few hours it's been i know this podcast probably only about 40 minutes but uh we we did another one earlier today which was also 40 minutes went way longer than we thought uh so really thank you guys for listening it, it's been an honor and i hope you guys have a good night or
good morning whenever you, whenever you're watching this and uh, stay tuned for some more episodes did you like what you just heard make sure to follow to stay up to date with all your canadian political news from your two favorite canadian teens